flags go up, walls are painted, and hundreds of thousands of loudspeakers play out the loud exhortations and extravagant promises. VIPs and VVIPs come and go, some of them in helicopters and air taxis. The political parties in their quest for power spent thousands of crores of rupees on general election. Yet nobody accounts for the bulk of money so spent and there is no accountability anywhere. Nobody discloses the source of money. There are no proper accounts and no audit. From where does the money come from, nobody knows. In a democracy where rule of law prevails, this type of naked display of black money by violating the mandatory provisions of law cannot be permitted. These were the observations given by Supreme Court in 1996. Hello everyone, my name is Shivani Kapoor. Welcome to the 14th episode of our podcast series. This episode will focus on abuse of money power in our electoral and political process, the problems, why there is a need for accountability and transparency, critical analysis and recommended reforms. The government by the people, for the people and of the people should deliver an ideal governance, but the reality is extremely harsh. Good governance demands true and informed choice by the voters at the time of elections and not the one swayed by money. Democratic process can function efficiently and effectively for the benefit of common good only if it brings participatory democracy in which Every man and woman, howsoever low or humble he or she may be, should be able to participate on a footing of equality with others. Free flow of money in elections or immediately preceding the elections is a hard reality deeply ingrained in our current electoral and political scenario. The rival contestants and parties are outbidding each other in this naked display of money. The spectre of corruption and hoodwinking of the innocent, gullible voters hangs over our electoral process. Corrupt politicians are not only getting repeatedly elected, but they also happen to occupy decision-making positions in the governance of the country. According to the National Commission to review the working of the Constitution report, the paradox of India is that, in spite of a vigilant press and public opinion, the level of corruption is exceptionally high. This may be attributed to the utter insensitivity, lack of shame and absence of any sense of public morality among the bribe takers. Indeed, they wear their badge of corruption and shamelessness with equal elan and brazenness. Let us hear some shocking facts now. According to Center for Media Studies, in its report titled Poll Expenditure, the 2019 elections, a staggering 55,000 to 60,000 crores was estimated to have been spent during the 2019 parliamentary elections. The Lok Sabha 2019 elections have been termed as the most expensive elections ever, anywhere, with an estimated 100 crores spent in each Lok Sabha constituency and an approximate rupees 700 spent per vote. 24,000 crores was spent by candidates while parties had spent an estimated amount of 20,000 crores. Overall expenditure in the last six Lok Sabha elections between 1998 
and 2019 has seen a near six-fold jump from rupees 9000 in 1998 to 55000 crores in 2019 it was 10000 crore in 1999 14000 crore in 2004 20000 crore in 2009 and 30000 crore in 2014 lok sabha elections the election commission of india beginning 26 march 2019 Publicizer reports highlighting the amount of cash, liquor, drugs, narcotics, precious metals, freebies seized during the campaigning period each day. The total seizure reported by election commission at the end of elections was a monstrous 3,475 crores, with drugs and narcotics topping the list at rupees 1,279 crores. followed by precious metals at rupees 987 crores rupees 844 crore worth of cash rupees 304 crore worth of liquor and other items of freebies worth rupees 60 crore during lok sabha 2014 elections the election commission had seized around 300 crores of unaccounted cash and more than 17000 kg of drugs and huge amount of liquor and arms Lok Sabha 2019 elections also witnessed the highest ever anonymous funding through electoral bonds. Between financial year 2017 and 18 and 2018 and 19, political parties have received a total of 2,716 crore from electoral bonds. National parties have received maximum corporate donations of rupees 881 crores. in the financial year 2018-19 the amount was rupees 563 crores in the financial year 2016-17 and rupees 573 crores in the financial year 2014 and 50 between financial year 2012-13 and 2018-19 donation from corporates to national political parties has increased by 974% our politicians are also not left behind in this race as per the data analyzed by atia 475 current lok sabha mps are karodpatis it was 443 in lok sabha 2014 and 315 in lok sabha 2009 even with respect to rajya sabha out of 229 sitting rajya sabha mps 203 are karodpatis let us now understand reasons behind this abuse of money power most politicians and political parties are not interested in honest money funding for elections honest money entails accountability honest money restricts spending within legally sanctioned limits through finance acts 2017 and 18 the government of the day has facilitated some illegal and illicit ways of funding by introducing electoral bonds and unlimited and anonymous corporate donations which will have serious repercussions on indian democracy electoral bonds and unlimited anonymous corporate donations can be termed as the biggest blunder in political party finances and funding which will adversely affect indian democracy instead of making our politicians and political parties answerable and accountable such amendments have only caused annoyance inconvenience obstruction to the citizens at large by withholding crucial public information from them regarding electoral funding 
despite repeated reminders sent by election commission political parties do not submit their contribution reports election expenditure statements within the stipulated time it has been observed that national and regional parties regularly default in filing their election expenditure statements within time the website of election commission provides scanned copies of reminders sent to political parties for defaulting in their submission today political parties are not required to disclose source of any contribution or donation which is less than rupees 20000 because of that there are instances of parties which declare donation worth rupees hundreds of crores claim and get income tax exemption on that and do not disclose the source claiming that each to of the donation was less than rupees 20000 it is no secret that political parties have become a breeding ground for money there is a strong nexus between money and muscle where only money and mafia will get tickets to contest elections there are parties which do not even contest elections and are formed solely for the purpose of money making in fact on 21 december 2016 the election commission had delisted 255 political parties that had not contested elections at all after this round of delisting the number had gone down from 1786 to 1500 in january 2017 as of now election commission's data shows that only 37 new parties were registered between january and november 2017 but the number of parties rose significantly to 2069 by 20th june 2018 and 2143 by 15th october 2018 By 15th March 2019, the number of registered unrecognized parties rose to 2,301. Between 1st April and 19th August 2019, India got 93 new parties. Another 20 names were added between 25th September and 5th November 2019. As of 30th September 2020. The total number of political parties in India has increased to 2628. The reason for this glut of new parties definitely points out the needle of suspicion towards government's controversial electoral bond schemes. A vast majority of these parties will never contest elections. They may simply be using their status to turn black money into white. Some of these parties could also be involved in money laundering operations. Therefore, the only plausible reason behind mushrooming of these dormant parties are 100% tax exemption, need for declaring only those donation which is above 20,000, unknown and anonymous funding through electoral bonds, unknown and anonymous funding through corporate donations, restriction of election commission from deregistering a political party. The Election Commission of India does not have powers to deregister a party even when it doesn't demonstrate any semblance of political activity the very purpose for which it got registered with Election Commission at the first place while section 29A of the Representation of People Act provides for procedure of registration of political parties it does not expressly confer any power on election commission regarding deregistration of political parties for the last 20 years election commission has been asking for amending representation of people act so that they get power to deregister a political party 
In fact, in 1998, the Election Commission had written to the Union Law Ministry and urged the necessity to give them power to deregister a political party. There is no CAG audit of political parties account statements. There is no law for regulating the functioning of political parties. There is no way to penalize the office bearers of the political parties. Political parties have blatantly refused to come under the ambit of RTI law. There is no well-defined process in the selection of candidates by political parties. Tickets are given to the candidates for contesting elections on the sole basis of winability factor. It has been observed that muscle power and money power make a winning combination. It is a known fact that office bearers like president, general secretary, vice president are the main decision makers of political parties and have a major say in allocation of tickets to candidates to contest elections. The reluctance and attitude of politicians and political parties to bring any form of reform within their functioning is no hidden secret. In fact, such continuous averseness of the existing political establishments to introduce transparency and accountability has only permitted corruption to percolate further in our electoral process. Over a period, we have observed burgeoning election expenditure, political party funding, and inadequate reporting and disclosure laws. Sometimes, black money is generated by business houses to evade corporate and income taxes. Later, it is pumped back to political parties and candidates to garner favorable policy decisions. In our electoral and political system, those who are willing and are able to utilize black money dominate politics. The political establishments have also completely disregarded or intentionally sidelined the reforms suggested by various committees, citizens and civil societies. It is on record that various recommendations given by several committees dated as back as 1999 are lying in the back burner. Answer also lies in the short-sightedness of the voter who cares more about living in the present even at the cost of an uncertain future and sole objective of political parties and government to get re-elected often by changing the nature and packaging of these freebies, bribe as the situation demands. ADR has been taking steps in the light of free and fair elections. Way back in 1999, the first step in the direction of free and fair elections, good governance was taken by ADR through petitions filed in the Delhi High Court, Supreme Court of India, the result of which is that now candidates contesting elections for parliament and state assemblies are required to submit affidavits along with their nomination papers giving information about financial assets of the candidates, his her spouse and dependents, financial liabilities, criminal cases pending against candidates and educational qualification of the candidate. Since then, ADR has filed petitions and intervened in many such important causes. Few of such efforts are In 2008, in an appeal filed by ADR, IT returns of the political parties were brought in the public domain by CIC. In 2011, in an appeal, register of members' interest of the Rajya Sabha members was also brought in the public domain by the Central Information Commission. In 2013, in a complaint filed by ADR, Central Information Commission declared six national political parties INC, PJP, CPI, CPIM, NCP and BSP 
to be public authorities under section 2 sub clause h sub clause 2 of the RTI act in 2014 ida's petition resulted in a landmark judgment from delhi high court which had held bjp and congress guilty of taking foreign funding and violating the provisions of fcra and directed home ministry and election commission to take action against these two parties within 6 months in 2014 the supreme court of india held that election commission has powers to disqualify a candidate in relation to filing of false election expenditure statement under section 10a of the representation of people act in 2017 the supreme court added sources of income column of candidates and spouse in form 26 including a permanent mechanism for scrutiny of affidavits adr has filed a petition in the supreme court to bring political parties under the ambit of right to information act adr has also challenged in the supreme court amendments brought to fcra 2010 and 1976 that changed the definition of foreign source to quietly let bjp and congress off the hook of delhi high court judgment where they were found guilty of taking foreign funding adr has also challenged the finance act 2017 enacted as money bill which has introduced a system of electoral bonds and unlimited and anonymous corporate donations a petition has also been filed in the delhi high court for regulation and monitoring of election expenses of political parties and to also have a limit on election expenditure of political parties therefore it will be a fallacy to hold that transparency is good for all state organs but not so good for our politicians and political parties which control most of those organs like i had said earlier electoral and political reforms demand politicians and political parties to be absolutely transparent and accountable that there is a level playing field during elections that tickets are given on the basis of merit and credibility that there is complete disclosure of donations sources of funds income and expenditure criteria for ticket distribution in a party elections information about office bearers therefore the need of the r is bad laws like electoral bonds unlimited corporate donations fcra amendments should be completely scrapped and held unconstitutional there should be a limit on the election expenditure of political parties even donations below 20000 should be reported there should be a separate column for income from sale of coupons similar to section 276 cc of the income tax act which penalizes individuals who fail to submit their it returns similar legal provisions should be applicable to political parties as well as per the recommendation of the 255th law commission report express penalties apart from losing tax benefits should be imposed on political parties for non compliance with the disclosure provisions this should include a daily fine of rupees 25000 for each day of non compliance with the possibility of deregistration if the default continues beyond 90 days further election commission may levy a fine up to 50 lakhs if it finds any particulars in the party statements as having been falsified political parties should respect 
and abide by the 3rd June 2013 CIC order in its letter and spirit by bringing themselves under the ambit of Right to Information Act. IT returns of the MPs and MLAs should also be made available in the public domain. The current time period of 30 days for submission of election expenditure details by candidates should be reduced to 15 days. As per the 16th February 2017 Supreme Court order, Election Commission and CBDT should strictly cross-verify the dubious multiplication of assets of the parliamentarians. There should be a CAG audit of political parties' income, expenditure and contribution statements. There should be a cancellation of tax exemption given to political parties in case of any default. Bribery should be made a ground for disqualification. Election Commission of India should be given powers to deregister a political party and further should be authorized to issue necessary orders regulating registration and deregistration of political parties. Election Commission should make its reports public on search and seizure of cash, liquor, narcotic drugs, precious metals, etc. during each election, complete party-wise, state-wise breakup. Election Commission should also take action against such parties and candidates and share it in the public domain. Therefore, in order to fix the system, to contain corruption and to bring complete transparency and accountability in political party finances, to check dubious multiplication of assets of MPs and MLAs, the need of the hour is every single penny accumulated, collected and spent by political parties and candidates should be accounted for. That is the only solution. That's all for today's episode. I hope you all found this useful and interesting. If you like our work, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on our website adrindia.org and don't forget to write to us at adr at the rate of adrindia.org with your feedback. We will be back in two weeks with another amazing episode. Please stay tuned and thank you for listening.